It's good to be back and search the scriptures today. It's a real blessing for us to be able to open up the Bible, study God's word with all of our listeners on a daily basis. And we're thankful to all of you who do listen. And many of you do listen either daily or close to daily. And we appreciate you so much. But we appreciate also all of those others who are only able to listen here and there or maybe less frequently, but still frequently nonetheless. And then others who are listening for the first time. We care about each one of our listeners. We take you seriously. We pray for you. We really do diligently and regularly. And we pray that as you study with us and search the scriptures each day, that your knowledge of God's word is growing. And as your knowledge of God's word is growing, that your faith is growing. Because faith does come by hearing the word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17, as we say over and over and over again. And as your faith grows, hopefully, And prayerfully, you're coming closer to God and you're coming closer to making that decision to follow God in the way that he has laid out in his word. And that is the only way that's going to be acceptable to God. We pray that this program is helping you toward that end. It's always a blessing for me to be able to study on this program with all of our listeners along with Dennis Stackhouse. Thank you, Gary. I am certainly pleased to be with you on the program today and also extend my word of welcome to those listening to us. We're certainly pleased that you've tuned in to Search the Scriptures today. And as you mentioned, Gary, we do hope the time we spend in God's Word in this particular study is going to be beneficial for everyone who's listening to us. Thank you for joining us. You know, it's so important for every one of us to be as knowledgeable as we can possibly be when it comes to God's Word. If we go over to 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17, we're told there that all Scripture is inspired by God. This is God's Word, as if it passed directly through His lips and came to us in written form. This is not something we're making up on the go. It's not some invention of mankind. This is God speaking to us through his word. We need to respect that, we need to honor it, and we need to adjust our lives in accordance with that word. And another thing we learn in the 17th verse of that particular passage is the fact that God's word is designed to make us complete. And what a wonderful thought that is. You know, I I think most of us have probably longed to be able to do something really well Well, this is something we can do really well. If we're truly acquainted with God's Word, if we spend time studying it, meditating on it, putting it into practice in our lives, He promises that we can be complete in that process. What a great thought. It really is. it, It should be intriguing to each one of us to think that the Word of God is from God, that's why it's called the Word of God, literally. <laughs> yes. That's not a misnomer. That's right. But also that it is sufficient mm-hmm. to completely equip us to do what God wants us to do That's in right. following Him according to His will. That's right. That's just uh, an amazing quality of the mm-hmm. Word there. It really is. Indeed it is. Certainly is. You know, you were talking about how we need to become more conversant, more knowledgeable in the Bible, mm-hmm. in Scripture. Think about how many people can tell you, they can probably run down a list of 
you know, who is in first place in such and such a division. Maybe they can go through the whole list, you know, in the National Football League or the NBA or mm -hmm. during the baseball season and, mm -hmm. you know, the major league baseball teams. And how many people can tell you who who's hitting, what their, what their batting average is, or, mm -hmm. you know, uh, a particular quarterback, you know, what his completion rate is, you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. And, and that's, that's admirable. That's, mm -hmm. that's good. That's neat, you know. Sure. But – at the same time, can you tell somebody where to go in the, in the scriptures to find what they need to do to be saved? Mm -hmm. That's an important question. Far more important than any of the others. It is. It really is. You know, I remember when I was uh, in seventh grade, I think it was, and there was a young man sitting next to me in class and it amazed me at that particular time that he had gotten that far in school and did not know his multiplication tables. Oh, my. That was something you learned, I think, around third grade or so, maybe fourth. Mm -hmm. But he was in, I think it was seventh grade, and, mm -hmm. and he did not know two times two equals two, two times three equals six, you know, mm -hmm. you're either two times two equals four, two times three equals six. Mm -hmm. He couldn't run through those. It is interesting because back in those days, and I, I think I'm from the same era, we didn't have calculators to do that with. No, there, no, there, there was no such thing as a uh, handheld calculator back then. Not at that time. And every student had to memorize mm -hmm. the multiplication tables. We did. You just had to. Mm -hmm. And that was common. And mm -hmm. here he was in about seventh grade. And I remember the teacher had me drill him on his multiplication tables. And he mm -hmm. learned them well and fairly quickly and easily. Mm -hmm. But it just amazed me that he went that far in school and still did not know what at that time we considered to be just really basic knowledge. Mm -hmm. And it really was. Yes. Now today, I'm not sure how many people can do that you know uh, how many people and you know how many students today and I'm not talking about ignorance it's just that they have become dependent upon calculators mm -hmm. and computers and things like that technology right. mm -hmm. uh, you can just go into a grocery store and and you can give somebody change if it's not the exact change if you're trying to say well here you you give them such and such so that they'll give you back two quarters mm -hmm. A lot of times they'll look at you dumbfounded yes, because they're dependent, again, on the mm -hmm. computer in the cash register to figure out all their change for them. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you have to tell them, uh, just, just go ahead and punch it in. I want two quarters back. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, I've had more than one experience with that. Yes, yes. <laughs> now, but all of that really is, is secondary knowledge mm -hmm. when it comes to our knowing what to do to get to heaven. That's right. That, the other things are important. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that we should minimize those, the importance of those things, but when it comes to getting to heaven, that should be in the forefront of everybody's mind. And I mean everybody. Mm -hmm. Not just people who go to church services. Yes. But everybody. It should be right there because that is the most important bit of knowledge that we need to maintain in our lives. And I'd go so far, Gary, as to say that if getting to heaven is not our ultimate number one priority, 
then we need to change our priorities. Absolutely. No question about it. I, I have said a number of times in teaching and preaching that if a person is too busy to be faithful to God, to be active, dedicated, then he's too busy. Yes. He needs to set some things straight in his life. He needs to get his mm -hmm. priorities in line. Yes. Now, what we're talking about in this particular study, and we're just beginning this study today, is we want to talk about spiritual heart surgery. Okay. We want to make sure that we get our priorities in line, mm -hmm. that we get our focus in life straight. I was really impressed when I was a freshman in college. My counselor at that particular time talked me into enrolling in a health class. Mm -hmm. I was rather chagrined to find out later that that health class did not satisfy any of the requirements <laughs> that I needed, you know, to, to fill out my 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 studies mm -hmm. to gain the degree that I was seeking at that particular time. Mm -hmm. It ended up taking up, in my mind, I was thinking, well, this is taking up time and money, mm -hmm. and it's not getting me any farther in the requirements that I need. Mm -hmm. And I kind of felt, in a way, that I had was wasting that particular class. Yes. And it was a five-hour class, as I remember, five days a mm -hmm. week. Now, it, it, I really did get some good information out of it. And I remember one particular bit of information that really impressed me that I had not known before was that cardiovascular disease is the cause of more deaths than everything else put together. Hmm. And I believe that's everything else put together mm -hmm. in this country. Yes. I, I, I believe that includes all diseases of mm -hmm. every kind, mm -hmm. even accidents, murders, everything. I believe cardiovascular disease is the cause of more deaths than everything else put together, but certainly all other diseases. Now, that's mm -hmm. the way it was then, mm -hmm. and I suspect it still is that way. That's really pretty amazing to think about. And, uh, you know, in, in the work I do, we have a, a pretty heavy emphasis on medical training uh, for people who handle workers' compensation claims, that's something they deal with on a daily basis. So we emphasize that they learn medicine as well as possible. Now, certainly, we're not teaching them to be doctors and nurses, but we want them to be very conversant when they have medical reports coming in with their files. They need to understand them and hopefully react to them correctly. And I know in, in some of the training we do, it, I was amazed by this. It's actually a situation where within each of our bodies, we have approximately 50,000 miles of blood vessels within each adult human body. And that's just staggering to think about that. I mean, that's going around the earth at the diameter, or at the equator rather, two times. That is amazing. 50,000 miles of blood vessels. And you think our heart is about the size of our fist. And that thing pumps tirelessly throughout all of our physical lifetime on this earth. And that's what it's designed to do. It's really absolutely amazing. And it is designed, <laughs> you know, 
to be amazingly efficient, too. And it is. And it is. It, yes. it certainly is. Mm-hmm. And it's also rather amazing that the blood vessels can actually reroute themselves at times. You know, if, if there's a problem, you can actually, you know, have a blood vessel actually kind of take a divergent route, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, some of the smaller ones. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just incredible how God designed our, <laughs> our circulatory system. It really is. But we have really come to place tremendous emphasis on good heart health in our society. Yes, absolutely. And we keep being bombarded with, you need to eat better, you need Mm -hmm. to exercise more uh, diligently, you need to pay attention to your your heart health, you know, and and all kinds of diets and all these things. Mm -hmm. And certain diets cause problems while others can safeguard against problems. Yes, that's right. And we're learning what kinds of exercise can actually help to strengthen our hearts. Not all exercise is as effective at that as Mm -hmm. some other kinds. That's right. And we keep learning all of this and having it emphasized to us Mm -hmm. on television, through through articles that we read, newspapers, our doctors tell us. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, you know, the doctors have, uh, or the medical industry has lowered the, the uh, safe level for your cholesterol. And, and it seems like they keep just really refocusing or, or just kind of finely tuning things on mm-hmm. a continual basis, all aimed at promoting good heart health. That's true. And of course, we know that if the heart stops beating, (laughs) the life stops very quickly. That's exactly right. And so it is absolutely vital. Mm -hmm. We have all kinds of tests, angiograms. We can can have procedures such as angioplasties and stents and laser treatment and bypass surgery and laser surgery and transplants even, and even mechanical hearts now. Yes. And most of this has been developed, or most of these have been developed within the relatively recent past. That's very true. You don't have to go back very far before you come to a time when almost none of these procedures were available. Mm -hmm. That's right. And so certainly the heart health of the individual, if that person developed heart, serious heart disorders, could be much more quickly fatal. Yes, very true. We need to thank God for the medical technology's advances along these lines. And it is intriguing to just contemplate what is ahead in the not too distant future. It is indeed. But thank God that he has also provided procedures for performing not just physical heart surgery, but spiritual heart surgery. Mm-hmm. And if we're so concerned about our physical heart health, and we take our blood pressure, we go, many people have a physical exam every year, and they, they want the doctor to, to examine them. And we, again, we've got all the procedures to check how our heart is doing. And if we have some pains in our chest that are undue, we may run quickly to the, to the emergency room. All of those things are good. Mm-hmm. But what is even more vital for us is our spiritual heart health. Yes. 
because it does not have to do simply with our physical lives. It has to do with our eternal lives. That's right. Our actions, even our speech, may indicate that we have spiritual heart trouble. And boy, isn't that intriguing. Uh, you know, you, you talk about our speech may be an indication of what's in our heart. And uh, I think about something Jesus said in that regard in Matthew chapter 12, beginning in verse 36. He said, but I say to you that for every idle word men may speak, they will give account of it on the day of judgment. For by your words you shall be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. Yes, yes. Boy, is that a powerful statement. It is. And if we backed up a little bit in that text, we'd find out that he has laid the groundwork for that statement by saying that out of your heart proceed these kinds of things. That's exactly right. And so it's it, it, when we have problems with, and I don't mean slurred speech, I mean... Mm -hmm unrighteous speech, yes. ungodly speech, Right, that's indicative of a spiritual heart problem. It certainly is. Now imagine if you were gathered around a table and all of a sudden one of the people sitting there with you eating clutched their chest suddenly and vigorously mm -hmm. and lost their breath and doubled over. Mm -hmm. Well, you know something's wrong. And almost immediately you would probably be thinking, maybe they're having a heart attack. Yes. Or if somebody is walking up a flight of steps that should not be that challenging physically, mm -hmm. and they get about halfway up and they can't hardly breathe anymore, mm -hmm. then we again instinctively start thinking about you may be having a heart problem. You may, be have a, you may have a blockage in one of your major blood vessels. Right. And we can think of other situations like that that would be indicative of heart trouble. Certainly. Well, here, our speech can be indicative of spiritual heart trouble. Absolutely. Our fruits from the spiritual perspective or the lack of fruits mm -hmm as a Christian, may point to spiritual heart trouble. Yes. Our spiritual strength or how strong our faith is or our spiritual life is or a lack of such strength can be indicative of a condition of our spiritual heart problems. Yes. Now, we need to examine ourselves on a regular basis, don't we? We certainly do. In 2 Corinthians chapter 13, in verse 5, Paul admonishes that. There he said, Examine yourselves as to whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not know yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you, unless indeed you are disqualified? So we need to examine ourselves. Yes. In 1 Corinthians chapter 11, he also tells us to examine ourselves. That particular context is in regard to the Lord's Supper. Mm -hmm. And he says that we need to examine ourselves before we partake to make sure that we're partaking in a worthy manner. That is correct. In fact, in verses 27 and 28 of that 11th chapter, Paul said, therefore, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. 
But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. We understand the importance of being examined as to our physical heart condition, as well as our physical health in general. Yes. And often we'll look at someone we know, perhaps, or maybe someone we don't know, but we just happen to see, and we'll realize that person is so out of condition. They need to go see a doctor. They yes. need someone to help them, give them some guidance so that they can start paying the proper attention to their physical health. Mm -hmm. And we think it's a tragedy when someone just wastes their health in some way or another. We do. Why don't we get that serious? Why don't we get that concerned about our spiritual health? Mm -hmm. You know, that's an interesting question, Gary. And uh, one of the things I would think of in that regard is people might respond by saying, well, the spiritual side of us just isn't that evident. And yet, as we've been speaking here for the last few minutes, it really is. Certainly. It's evident through our actions. It's evident through our speech. It's even evident through our thoughts. You know, the spiritual side of us is evident to those around us. And we do need to take very, very careful heed of it. And one way that it is evident, but a lot of people just overlook, as you've indicated, is when we are lacking spiritual strength in our lives. Yes. When it's pretty obvious our life really is not very focused mm -hmm. on spirituality. Sure. That is evidence of our spiritual unhealthiness. That's exactly right. And we need to pay attention. Well, hopefully we've, we've kind of laid a good groundwork here and, and whetted our listeners' appetite to want to study this further, to think about it, and hopefully we've stimulated some thinking processes here so that people can start examining themselves as to their own spiritual heart condition. Mm -hmm. We want to come back and get into the scripture study in a deeper way in our next program. We hope that you will contemplate how your spiritual heart condition is. And we would always love to send you that free Bible study that we always offer. And when we say free, it is exactly that. Just contact us and ask for it. We'll send it to you and we'll pay the postage. We hope to hear from you right away.